Live from Nashville, Tennessee, this is the Campfire Cafe on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network. Throw a saddle on a star. Tie your dreams to a rainbow. Watch the rain and the clouds go when the stars break through. Throw a saddle on a star. There'll be sunshine tomorrow. All the troubles you borrow will disappear from you. And if the dream that you've been dreaming should ever fade with the dawn, don't let that stop you from dreaming. There'll be starlight when daylight is gone. Throw a saddle on a star. All the clouds have gone over. There'll be sunshine and clover along the train for you. Tennessee. I'm your host, Gary Holt. Joining me in Albuquerque is our co-host, Bobby Bell. And that was the title cut from the Riders in the Sky's newest album, Throw a Saddle on a Star. Bobby, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing great here in the Land of Enchantment. We're just in the 80s, uh, which is the lowest we've been for the last several days. So it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Well, we're kind of cloudy, but we're in the 70s right now, I think. And uh yeah, hitting hitting 80s this week, so it's it's kind of calmed down a little bit, but we've had some pretty good storms that rolled through the last couple mm-hmm. of days. But but anyway, mm-hmm. pretty exciting time here in Music City for Western music people. Because uh, last Wednesday, Miss Phoebe White debuted on the Grand Ole Opry with Riders in the Sky, and tonight it's Andy Hedges and Bridget Reedy that will be doing their debut performance on the Grand Ole Opry. So it's kind of a cool deal. It is. It is. That's very exciting. And Andy 
Andy Hedges, we're just thrilled. You know, he's going to be um, the main entertainment at the Albuquerque IWMA conference, I think, on the Thursday night, uh, Thursday night of our annual conference in November. And we're just so excited to be hosting him. Well, he's a neat guy. And uh, Andy's going to be joining us next week on Live from Nashville along with Miss Stephanie Quayle. So we've got a big show lined up on Live from Nashville next week. But we'll talk to Andy and find out how he has enjoyed his time in Nashville because I know he told me he brought all of his family in and uh, (laughs) uh, a ton of fun showing up in Nashville, Tennessee. But we have a guy who is from Nashville, or he spent some time here in Nashville, a lot of time here in Nashville. And uh, we're going to visit with him. Who is our first guest today? Our first guest is Terry Brown. And we haven't had Terry on in quite a while, so it'll be fun to catch up with Terry and learn about he and his wife, Hilda. Um, We're looking forward to that. We're looking forward to visiting with Terry. Yeah, it's been uh, post-COVID, I think, since he's been on the show. So big move for that young man. But we'll be talking with Terry in just a moment. And then on Saddle Up America, our good buddy, Mr. Robert Eversole, will be joining us. And I bet you, Bobby, we talk about his trip to Tennessee that's coming up the first part of September. So we're going to have a whole lot of fun today on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network. But right now, let's take a listen to a great song from Mr. Terry Brown called Ride, Cowboy Ride. And when we come back, we'll be talking with him today on the Campfire Cafe. Get your gear together, can you hear that prairie song? The winds of change are whispering, it's time to move along. That pony in the pasture's growing lazy and fat. There's something out there calling you, you just don't know where it's at. You've got a rambling, restless bone inside, so ride, cowboy, ride. Throw your saddle over, son, and draw the cinch up tight. Fill up those saddlebags with rub and ride into the night. There's trails that you ain't ridden yet and places you ain't seen. There's beauty over yonder like most men can only dream. If you don't find it, it won't be cause you ain't tried. Ride, cowboy, ride. Bottom lonely, well, just know you're not alone. 
When the world is closing in and you're longing to be free, pack away your troubles and come right along with me. Till your heart soars like the eagle when she flies. Ride, cowboy, ride. Ride over the mountain just to see the other side. Equestrian Legacy Radio Network. We just heard Ride, Cowboy, Ride, a co-write with wife Hilda, performed by today's special guest, Terry Brown. Terry Brown has written over 1,300 songs and has had over 70 of them recorded by legendary acts like Charlie Pride, the Marshall Tucker Band, Aaron Tipton, Ty Herndon, and Chris Ledoux, just to name a few. His songs have appeared on millions of records worldwide, and as a performer, Terry has toured for, I'm thinking, he can correct me, over 40 years. Perfectly suited for the storyteller role, Terry's voice's depth and emotional quality transport you to the world of his stories that he sings. Please welcome back to Campfire Cafe an award-winning singer-songwriter whose cowboy roots shine through his music, our good friend, Terry Brown. Welcome, Terry. Hey, thank you very much. I need to hire you. Yeah, I need to hire you to write my bios. <laughs> How oh, you gosh. doing, Terry? Bobby Jean, you doing hey, good? Hey, Terry. Doing good. Uh, doing good. Good, good to have you good, back good. with us, man. It's been too long. It has been too it, long. It has. I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm thinking 2019 when we when we released the the Texas, Teardrop Texas album. I think you had me. Wow. But, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's been a well, tough five years for everybody. <laughs> it has been different. It has been different. Yes, That's for sure. That is for yeah, sure. But, uh, yeah. you know, we got people around the world that are listening to us today. And uh got a lot of your fans that are listening today. But we've got a lot of people that really don't know Terry Brown. So give us a little background. I know you came from Oklahoma, so kind of bring us up to speed on Mr. Terry Brown. Yeah, born and raised in, in Gracemont, Oklahoma, a little little town in south central Oklahoma, uh, about 450 people. Of course, I was raised out on a on a farm and ranch. We had about 200 head of cattle and uh, farmed uh, peanuts and cotton and alfalfa and wheat. You know, uh, like like most uh, Oklahoma farmers, but. Uh, Kind of had uh, itchy feet and, and uh, decided when I graduated high school to go to a country music college. I went to Claremore Junior College, 
which at the time uh, was a, a two-year school that, that had a music program that was sponsored by the great Hank Thompson. It's called the Hank Thompson School of Country Music. And, and oh, so wow. that's where I got my yeah, that's where I got my education in, in music, and uh, they offered classes in publishing and songwriting and performance and, and all that. So from there, we, uh, uh, you know, I, that's where I met Hilda at. We got, we got married in 1980 and uh, ended up uh, about 18 months later moving to Nashville and spent 28 years there in Nashville and then the last 16 and a half in uh, Los Banos, California, where my wife was from. So, and then recently, <laughs> yeah, you guys were rubbing it in a while ago, pre-show. You know, I guess it's 70s in Nashville and 80s in Albuquerque. It's 109 in Wichita. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, so wow. <laughs> uh, I, talk, I talked to somebody out in Texas the other day, and they said they were frying uh, eggs on the hood of the car. And, uh, <laughs> I tell you, what, you know, it's hot. Uh, it has been hot. Yes, it has been warm, no hot. doubt. But uh, yeah, wow. So we're we're loving it here in Texas so far. Uh, we just moved here in April, so we're just now getting acquainted and getting acclimated and kind of um, re restarting our career after a, a little hiatus. So. Well, I tell you, I've seen that you're performing around a little bit there in Texas, and uh, yeah. Talked about you moved to Texas and you performing in Texas. Why don't we go ahead and play Texas when it swings and come oh, back and talk more with Mr. Terry Brown? Yeah, that's a great song. Oh, Let's right. take a listen to that and come back and talk more with Terry in just a moment. You're yeah, listening to the Campfire Cafe. Gave birth to the blues And that boy from Mississippi Rocked the world with blue suede shoes There's big bands up on Broadway All that jazz in New Orleans But there's nothing quite like Texas when it swings There's nothing quite like Texas when it swings No matter where you go No matter what you sing Twin fiddles must be what the angels sound like when they sing But there's nothing quite like Texas when it swings Texas when it swings. There's nothing quite like Texas when it swings. 
toes tapping. That's Texas when it swings. One of my favorite songs also. That was Terry Brown. And I think you had another gentleman singing with you. Who was that, Terry? That that was the co-writer of that song. That's my old buddy, okay. Tommy Connors. Texas Tommy Connors. He was inducted into the Texas Songwriting Hall of Fame a couple of years ago. He's He's uh, Tommy and I go way back. We've written probably 120 songs together over the years and had had several cuts. And just a, an amazing, amazing songwriter and singer in his own right. So. Yeah, you've worked with um, in the intro. I mentioned a few of the groups that have recorded you. Um, do you have a um, a story? I know Gary later will ask you for a road story, so that's not the one I'm looking for. <laughs> I'm looking for like a studio story or a writing story or um, a stage you finally got to perform on. Um, you know, I'm looking for that kind of story. I'm looking for process okay. story. <laughs> okay. Well, I haven't got to do the opera yet. I am so jealous of uh, Phoebe and Andy. I swear, I don't, not, I don't know either one of them personally, but I've followed them for uh, uh, Andy for a good long time. I'm a big fan of Andy's, and uh, and I am so jealous, man. Go kill them, buddy. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know. Anyway, uh, you know, I guess one of the one of the funnest things I ever got to do, and yet uh, it was kind of a, a weird situation. Uh, at the time, I was on the road with Aaron Tiffin as his tour manager, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. and his uh, wife was pregnant with their first with their first child, and uh, we were playing. I believe it was in Ohio, and uh, uh, for a big corporate event, and uh, uh, it was uh, this huge arena, and they had uh, there all the corporate people there. We also had, uh, you know, open public seating, and so there was like 12,000 people there. And, and uh, we got a call uh, that uh, Aaron's wife, Theo, went into labor, and uh, so he uh, got on the plane and, and left. And, and uh, his friend, Kenny Chesney, was going to come in and fill in for him, but Kenny's plane was running late. So in the meantime, we got 12,000 people sitting out there in the arena. You know, they <laughs> know the story. They know what's going on. So they're being pretty patient, but... Uh, 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 Aaron's manager come up to me and said, man, I, what do you think about you going out and, and uh, doing a few songs with the band? I'm going, okay. We grow together about six or seven songs and uh, and uh, entertain them until Chesney walks on stage and takes my place. <laughs> That's funny. That is funny. That is funny. <laughs> Well, I imagine you opened for a few folks over the years, though, haven't you, Terry? What's that now, Terry? I said I imagine you have opened for a few folks over the years. We we have we've been we've been blessed over the years. I mean, it goes way back uh, to some of the great Opry stars, you know, like Gene Seeley and and people like that. But but we've uh, we've done shows with uh, Charlie Daniels Band and Burks uh, and Dunn. At, at one point, we we did a, a opening show for Joe Diffie. Uh, uh, there's been a bunch of them over the years. And, and you know, we toured for 21 years out of Asheville and uh, uh, just we've been extremely blessed with, with uh, great things happening in our careers. Yeah, well, that's pretty special. That is pretty special. And special yeah. memories to go back and think about all those folks. Many of them, like Joe Diffie and Charlie Daniels, who are no longer with us. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, no. Yeah, too soon. Yeah. Too soon. Yeah. Too soon. 
Wow, wow. How about cowgirls make the rules? Yeah, Charles Pride, <laughs> I'm telling you what. <laughs> you married one. You ought to know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so tell us about Cowgirls Make the Rules. Well, you know, we were uh, we were invited to Big Sky, Montana, by a movie producer. Hilda had written a script uh, called Silver Spur after a song that I had written, and it won Song of the Year by the Academy of Western Artists back in 2000. And and so we had presented this this uh, screenplay to a, a, a producer, a movie producer we had heard about, who also owned a publishing company at the time in Nashville. And so he flew us to Big Sky, Montana, uh, for a weekend to kind of meet and talk about it. And then lo and behold, one of my friends, uh, A.J. Masters, who is gone already, bless his heart, uh, was up there. They were good friends. And so A.J. said, man, it's really weird. We hadn't got to write in a while. He said, I got this idea I've been holding for you because of Hilda. He said, uh, because he do both of us pretty well, and he threw out this this idea, Cowgirls Make the Rules, and we sat there in about an hour and wrote this thing. Oh, <laughs> it wow. pretty quick, pretty easy. <laughs> wow. Wow. So, yeah. So, anyway. Well, it's a great song. Let's take a listen to Cowgirls Make the Rules, and uh, when we come back, Terry Brown, I'd like for you to brag on your wife just a little bit. We want to talk to you about <laughs> Hilda, but uh, that should be pretty easy to do. Should be pretty easy to do. All right, cowgirls make the rules. Terry Brown, we'll be right back. Cowgirls, like a certain kind of man, a cowboy with rough but gentle hands. They like it when you're wild as the restless wind that blows. But they love it when you're smart enough to know. Cowgirls make the rules, that's the way it's always been. They throw their rope around you, lead you home and fence you in. Yeah, cowgirls make the but the reason that they make them Is to see if you're cowboy enough to break them Now cowboys Like a soft and tender touch From a cowgirl He could never love too much when the time comes to settle up and hit the trail, they'll let you know. And you'll come back because they let you go. Yeah, cowgirls make the rules, and that's the way it's always been. They throw their rope around you, lead you home, and fence you in. Cowgirls make the rules, but the that they make them is to see if you're cowboy enough to break them. Cowgirls make the 
Break the Rules, Mr. Terry Brown. Great, great song, Terry. Thank so you, I, 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 I got to ask you, I got to ask you. So tell us about your courtship with Hilda. Well, it was, uh, it was actually fairly quick. Um, you know, uh, I saw her walking across campus. She happened to, to be uh, at uh, Claremore Junior College. She had had a couple of years of scholarship left. Uh, she was runner-up from Miss California in 1977 and had a scholarship left over. And I wanted to try her hand at, at uh, singing country music. You know, Hilda is a trick and fancy roper. Uh, by trade, right. she was a member of the PRCA and the IPRA. Uh, toured uh, China and Australia and South Korea, and uh, you know she's been all over the world and been nominated to be inducted into the Calvary Hall of Fame. And uh, but uh, I saw her as a young lass across uh, campus, and and I told my best friend at the time as we were walking across, I said I'm going to marry her. <laughs> And so anyway, we uh, we finally I, I got up the nerve to to ask her out, and we went to a movie, and um, uh, we became good friends, and we we got married in April of 1980, and been been together ever since. So. Oh wow, wow, wow! So from the time that you saw her walking across campus, from the time that you saw her walking across campus, how long did it take before you proposed? Well, that would have been uh, about a month. (laughs) Good for you. Good for you, man. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. She said, oh, well, thanks. I appreciate it. I'm not really ready for that yet. So then a month later, I hit her with it again. And then uh, uh, after that, I kind of cooled my jets a little bit. But she told me she had uh, uh, gone home at at, – Christmas of, of that year of 79, and uh, we had been dating up to then, and, and I actually had met her mom, her mom who didn't like anybody, and I actually me and her just fell in love with each other, and, and um, so it's kind of kind of a weird deal, but I went to visit them along with some relatives that lived out pretty close to them uh, at Christmas in 79, and when I left after Christmas, um, we had kind of broke it off and, and, and decided how we were going to pursue it. But my phone rings on uh, Valentine's Day, and it's Hilda. And she says, oh, is wow. there something you wanted to ask me? <laughs> <laughs> and, I said, <laughs> and I said, yeah, I do. And so, anyway, she accepted on Valentine's Day. We got married April 12th. And, uh, oh, wow. Really that, is so that. that is so special. That is so special. And 43 years. <laughs> Forty-three years. Forty-three years, yes, sir. Yeah. That is quite, quite a thing. Forty-four, long, long, long. You know, just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I happen to know she's sitting somewhere in that room, so you better be careful. I hear that. I hear that. Oh gosh. Uh, uh, I would say she's my best friend, but she's probably my only friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Hey, let's get to some more music. I'm telling you what, I love your music, and I know our audience around the world is having a big time listening to this music. This one right now yeah, that we're going to get to is called The Legend of Silver Mountain. So what can you tell us about this song? Well, back uh, years and years ago, when I first went to Nashville, I, I had a band uh, called Terry Brown and the Silver Mountain Band. And uh, uh, 
I, I, I was a huge Billy Daniels fan, and, uh, and I loved The Legend of Woolly Swamp. And, uh, and I thought, you know, Silver Mountain, that kind of has a mystique to it, a sound, a mystical kind of sound to it. So just thinking about uh, what, what story could have put behind that, uh, that name, Silver Mountain, and we came up with, with this song here about, uh, about music, and uh, it's about uh, where music comes from. All right. Well, this is The Legend of Silver Mountain. We're talking with Terry Brown today on the Campfire Cafe. Way up on Silver Mountain, when the wind's blowing right, you can hear the sound of music playing somewhere in the night where the music comes from no one seems to know so it's up on silver mountain that i'm gonna go legend says the music's played since before time began other men search for the answer, but they've not come down again. Only God knows what awaits me, but I've just got to know. So it's up on Silver Mountain, and I'm gonna go. Music playing 
Legend of Silver Mountain from his wonderful album, It's a Cowboy Fang. <laughs> um, fang. Terry, fang. Yeah. Cowboy um, Fang. Terry, I'm gonna, okay, I guess I didn't say it right. Go ahead and correct me. Terry, <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to talk to you for a moment, and this, this song was the perfect way to kind of introduce it. You and Hilda both have a very strong faith. And um, in, on every album, you also um, dedicate or, or make a comment about thanking God for each day and for the gift of music and the gift of love and the gift of friends. And we don't always talk about this really on the air, but I feel you two are so grounded in faith. And I wondered if you would want to share a, a little something about that, whatever you're comfortable talking about well i'm i'm always comfortable talking about god i I never (laughs) i never have an issue with that i you know and i will say hilda has has kept me grounded and has kept my faith strong she she's an uh an unbelievable woman and and someone who uh without her my life would be different and and uh, you know i I, I, we always agree to put God first. I mean, in, in our lives, in our in our relationship, in our marriage, and believe me, we've had our knockdown, drag out, uh, cat fights. You know, it, it's but but the one thing we've always promised each other was that we would never go to bed or go to sleep mad. You know, and uh, so that's the that's the one thing we've always tried to do is resolve those issues before we ever turn the lights out. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and we and we've been fortunate. We we have witnessed uh, uh, some some true miracles in our lives. You know, I um, I found her one night in a in a pouring rain in, in Tulsa, Oklahoma, uh, after driving around the north side of Tulsa for about ten hours. I didn't know where she was. Uh, we were dating at the time and, and she was uh, house sitting for someone over there. And a, a bad storm came and she was scared to death of that kind of stuff. And so didn't, and this was long before cell phones and all that stuff. You get real estate mm-hmm. in 1979. So, uh, but I knew uh, God told me, go find her. She needs you. And uh, so after about 10 hours of, of driving up and down streets, about 10 o'clock mm-hmm. that night, uh, my, my foot went to the brake and my head turned to the left and I pulled in the driveway and I knocked on the door and there she was. And, oh, and there's there is no other explanation for it other than than divine intervention and and the good Lord leading me there. So mm-hmm. you know it is uh, and and we've had other things in our life happen as well. But but that is one of the first indications that for for both of us that this may this may have a destiny to it. You know. So. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. What um what what took you to Texas? Why, when you decided to make the move from California, as many of us have done. <laughs> well, uh, you know. What, what, what about Texas called you? Well, you know, Bobby Jean, that's a great question. And and I started to make this move 20 years ago when, when we decided to move from uh, to California. Uh, we had actually talked about moving to Texas. I, 
I'm a traditional country, uh, western swing kind of guy. I grew up on it. I love it. It's what I do best, and it's what I enjoy. I, cowboy country is kind of uh, what we call ourselves. I mean, I I love the western music, and and I write that to a degree. But I'm really more cowboy country, and 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 I know that and accept that. And for what I do, uh, this you know, Oklahoma and Texas and and Arkansas and, and uh, uh, Kansas, uh, New Mexico, these are kind of the places that a guy like me can, can still make a living. There's still clubs that, that feature that. And so mm-hmm. that's kind of what we're wanting to do is, is to, and it's, a, and it's a tough market to break into, you know, but, but it, it just, uh, you know, with the, with the years I have left and I'm physically able to go out and perform and pursue it, I wanted to to give my myself the opportunity to do what I really love to do. Understandable. So you finally found you found a place, and um, we saw yeah. on Facebook the other the other day that you had posted you had, were performing what, what where uh, te- uh, nightlife? What was Texas, the name of the Texas nightlife? Yeah, Texas nightlife. It's a great club here in Wichita Falls. Been here for forty five years. And it is the epitome of of, of uh, Texas honky tonk, and and uh, uh, the people that own it have, have owned it from day one, and uh, they, uh, uh, you know, the, he performed there most of most of that time himself, Ray Rutledge, and really nice man, but he's had some health issues, and so they're they're bringing in some other acts to to front the house band and. Uh, I had went and sat in with them for three or four songs a couple of times, and so they called me and asked me if I would come in and do a, a night with them, and uh, it went really well. The band is great, man. Most of those guys have been there for 25, 30 years, and, and they know every song under the sun. So we tried to put together a set list <laughs> that everybody everybody knows, and, and it was just like playing with a bunch of guys you play with every day, you know. It, it yeah, well. yeah. The place was so packed, it- man. Oh, man, you couldn't find a place to sit. It was great. That's what I was wondering. So, is there is there a big dance floor? Is it a big? Is it like a, is. a dance hall? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The dance floor is is as big as the rest of the building put together. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. It okay. is a Texas dance hall. Oh, it's an fun. iconic place yeah. here in North Central Texas. Yeah. Tailor yeah. made for what I do. It's just, you know. It has to be fabulous to be back out live with a large yeah, live audience. There's nothing like it, yeah. is there? No, there, there's not. There's not. And, you know, I love doing solo shows and, and do uh, pretty well doing the original uh, stuff solo. But but to me, there's no more fun than having a great band on stage with you, just people that enjoy what they're doing. And, and you can play off of each other and just, you know, and banter back and forth with the crowd. And, and uh, you know, I'm a smart aleck anyway, and I, I love people <laughs> and, and have a pick on me. And, and we do. We just have we have so much fun on stage. And, uh, you know, it's just uh, it, it's just nothing like it. Well, yeah. the Texas yeah. music scene is kind of its own scene in itself. You know, yes. so you you've got yes, you've got Nashville, and then you've got Texas red dirt music, yeah. and and the, the entire Texas yeah. scene. That, uh, yeah, so it's a phenomenal place yeah. to be. Great, yeah, great and, music you know, going on. Yeah, and you know you got to kind of recognize what you do and do best. And and like I say, uh, with the time I have left, I want to I want to try to pursue the the kind of music that I really really uh, feel I uh, shine at. You know. Well, how about we get to some more music? So we've got a couple <laughs> more numbers that we want to get to. 
And uh, this is the Long Trail Home, Terry. Can you tell us anything about the Long Trail Home? I can, and it's an interesting song. I wrote I wrote an original version of the song called uh, uh, The Long Road Home uh, with a, the, the great songwriter, Kim Williams. Kim is a country music icon songwriter, and he's now gone, but... Uh, but in the Songwriter Hall of Fame, Kim and I wrote uh, dozens of songs together, and, and uh, he was just a, an amazing man. That's a story for another time. His story is, is an amazing story. But but um, uh, it, it, just, it didn't work uh, as well as a country song, and so I talked to Kim, and I said, hey, I've, I've rewritten this as kind of a, a cowboy thing, and he said, man, go for it. Just just uh, do do what it's supposed to do, and so... So we ended up uh, releasing this song uh, as a cowboy song with the with the rewrite, and uh, I think it turned out really well. So. Well, let's take a listen to Long Trail Home. We'll come back and talk more with Terry Brown in just a moment. There's a cool breeze. Blowing from the east, hear them coyotes singing me to sleep. Done got lonely, listening to the night wind moan. But I'm on that long trail home. Roaring campfire, blanket for my bed. Underneath my head, it's a good life, but I've been gone too long. I'm on that long trail home, long trail home, the only life I've ever known. Born to roam, I'm on the long trail home. I'll never understand Too many long nights I've left her all alone I'm on that long trail home Long trail home The only life I've ever known Born to roam I'm on the long
Well, Terry Brown is our special guest today on the Campfire Cafe. That is the Long Trail Home. Terry, are you uh, are you doing much writing today? Yeah, starting to do more, Gary. There for uh, a couple of years, we we were involved in a uh, business thing. I didn't really have a lot of time, but uh, been writing some since we've been to Texas and uh, got a couple of really really good things done and. Uh, uh, the ideas are really starting to come again, and uh, look forward to, to you know finishing those out and and seeing if we can do a new project here in the next year or so. So. Oh well, that would be great. Now, are you are you going to do some co-writing? Are you writing on your own right now, or what's the, no, what's the situation I'm, on I'm that? Always up, I'm always up for for co-writing. I I, I love writing with people, and and uh, you know it, it's one of the things that. You know, in Nashville, that happens uh, a lot, and it, it, I learned so much from from so many of, the, of these great writers that I was able to to work with, the Don Trimmers and Ken Williams and Tommy Connors, and all those guys are just, you know, they're they're great teachers and and, and great writers, and and uh, uh, hopefully uh, they learned they learned something from me as well. But uh, you know, it, it co-writing is always on the table with me. <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm afraid Sam, uh, my my Sam is talking to us right now for some reason. I have a Sam too. That's pretty wild. That is pretty I'm telling you, Sam, I have one too. Not Sam. <laughs> <laughs> so he's right close to me too. So hey, I'm going to play That's another okay. song while I'm getting Sam to calm down. And this one is the award-winning song, Silver Spur. So Sam and I will be All back right. in just a moment, along with Bobby Bell. <laughs> You're running through the hot sun In the desert land Down the old dry riverbed Into the burning sand But still he keeps on coming Although he's just a man And if the cowboy catches you You'll have to wear his brand Once your kind was many, but now you're all too few. And you can't stop to rest because the breed might end with you. The cowboys and the fences, they just keep closing in. So you've got to keep on running because they're after you again. Silver spur, keep on running. Keep on running like the wind Though the hot sun and the desert seem To be your only friends Keep on running from the cowboy He'll catch you if he can And if the cowboy catches you You'll have to wear his friends Some call you an outlaw Some say renegade but I know of just one reason for the legend that you gained. Many men have tried to catch you, but you're still running free. And their hearts are filled with envy because they can never be. Silver spur, keep on running, keep on running like the wind. Though the hot sun and the desert seem to be your only friends. 
Keep on running from the cowboy He'll catch you if he can And if the cowboy catches you You'll have to wear his brain But you look right out in front of you And there a cowboy stands Another one right behind you Has a firebrand in his hand And as the ropes go around you You fight as best you can And hunger for your freedom As they burn you with the brand So burn no more running No more running like the wind Seems no matter where you go The fences close you Just like a long lost friend And you just won't be happy Till you're free to run again Silver Spur, you'll go running You'll go running like the wind Out across the desert In the hot sun once again Though he left his mark upon you The cowboy didn't win And you'll celebrate your freedom as you run into the wind Yes, you'll celebrate your freedom as you run into the Mr. Terry Brown, I'm back with Bobby Jean Bell and Terry and minus Sam now, so we're <laughs> we're all good to go. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, goodness gracious. Well, it is so much fun having you on the show, and uh, and I know folks around the world are going to want to know how to find your music and how to follow you because I know you're going to start touring now. Well. We have a, a new website, and, and it's up uh, and active, terrybrownmusic.com. Uh, it, it, we are making some tweaks on it and, and uh, some little updates, and we'll continue to do so, but it is active. They can find uh, a way to order the CDs directly from me there. They also, there will be a pop-up that comes up when they log on. Uh, right now, it's only for Apple Music, but we're going to add one for Spotify, and uh, and there should be others we can do as well. And they can go to the the place of their choice, and and if they want to download or stream, they can do that from there. So, well, it is so much fun having you on the show. We are we are not going to wait as long to have you back, and we're looking well, forward to getting some new music from you before too long. Well, and we are we are working diligently on that, Gary. I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you having me on, and, and uh, I've missed you guys and, and missed being out playing. I mean, uh, that's that's still the the funnest part of the business to me. And uh, 
you know, it's like I tell Hilton, when it quits being fun, I'll quit doing it, you know. But uh, <laughs> but uh, I look forward I look forward to getting back out and, and uh, doing more shows. And, and uh, if anyone uh, is interested in booking me, there's also a place on uh, the website where they can contact me. There's a contact page. And, and uh, Hilda's also out booking trick roping shows again. And so you can contact her. There's a, a full page dedicated to her and contact uh, page as well. So, uh you know, we we are you're able to find us on, on the internet, and of course, the oh, that's pages great. are all active. So, yeah, CherryBrownMusic.com. All right, well, Terry, we look forward to seeing you. Going to be in Albuquerque this fall? I am. I am planning on going. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't made my reservations yet because we weren't sure uh, kind of where we were going to be on the move at this juncture. But but yes, we are planning on being there and. Uh, Really look forward to seeing everybody again. Look forward to seeing oh, you there, my friend. Great. That look would be great. All right. Uh, till right, Jim, we I will do it. I will do it. We're going to close this segment out with old cowboys like me, Terry Brown. We'll see you in Albuquerque, my friend. God bless you, Gary. Thank you. this country you'll see there's a lot of old cowboys like me you think that we're almost extinct but there's a lot more of us than you think who believe in and live by a code and ideals that never get old We'll die to defend We don't all wear cowboy hats Jeans and boots and chaps Some wear a suit and a tie But they're just old cowboys inside If you look in our eyes, you'll see We believe in the American dream And a good way of life That we'd die for again You say we've outgrown the foundation We're built on and you want to tear it all down Through all our veins We don't see much truth now inside But the blood of our fathers don't lie They shed it so we would all know You don't pay for freedom 
around this country you'll see We ain't such a dying breed If you thought we were almost extinct Well, you ain't as smart as you think So before you cross over that divide for Saddle Up America on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network. We'll come back in just a moment with our good friend, Mr. Robert Eversole. Shopping malls rolling down the doors, turning out the lights. Streets that wind between the empty buildings, echo like a canyon in the moonlight, but we're alright. I thank God we're all. Think about good people in the river Drowning in the fight Warm but we are helpless in our shelter What are the reasons why? The parks where children played and chased each other Silent as the graveyard at midnight But we're all alone I thank God we're all right Yeah, we're all right I thank God we're all right I'm grateful for the light that we've been given Hold my baby's tight Live each day like it could be our last Please God let us survive Sidewalks where a thousand feet would gather Just to greet and talk about the weather now it's lost and lonely as a desert Tumbleweed Tumbleweed 
Welcome back to Saddle Up America on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network. That's Tumbleweed by our friends Surrender Hill, and they will be appearing at Jane's Hideaway in Nashville this Sunday at 8 p.m. So be sure and check out Surrender Hill and Jane's Hideaway in Nashville. They'll be performing at 8 o'clock on Sunday night. So our good friend, Mr. Robert Eversole, is joining us today. Hey, Robert. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. Pretty good. There you go. So there you go. You you are headed to Tennessee in just a few weeks. That I are in 31 days. Oh, wow. In not wow. Not that you're counting. Well, I, I'm going to have to start counting. Let me write that down. 31 days, Robert Eversole. 31 days. Yep. I'll and be the, there for the Backcountry Horsemen of Tennessee's Rendezvous at uh, uh, Timber Ridge Horse Camp. Uh, and then the following weekend, I will be doing some cinch clinics. So if anybody wants to learn how to make cinch, cinches uh, for their ponies, uh, let me know. And uh, we got I'm two seats open you. in each class. I'm telling you what, you sold out pretty quickly, my friend. And by the way, Timber Ridge is in the big South Fork uh, in the Cumberland Plateau of, of uh, kind of middle to east Tennessee. Beautiful, beautiful, okay. beautiful trails, beautiful country up there. And uh, so that is... That's going to be a cool deal, and you're going to get to you're going to get to ride in the Big South for the first time, aren't you? Well, that was uh, that was originally the intention, um, but uh, see, you had some car issues today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I broke my leg again. Oh, oh man! <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Tell us about it. Tell us about it. I'll take my car issue over a broken leg, so tell us about you, it. You know, you sound like my farrier. You mm-hmm. sound like my farrier. I, I, I told him, and he said, well, you've always got a good story. What happened? And I said, mm-hmm. well, this one isn't isn't quite as fun. I was hauling hay. <laughs> you fell off hauling the hay. Wagon. No, I didn't fall off. Not a bit. Didn't fall off. Got the hay in. They ran over leg you. Hurt. They ran over you. No. No, my bone just broke. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, like not broken half broke, but a good crack down it. And oh uh, yeah, yeah, I was supposed to supposed to fly out, and I t- like two days after, and and I, I was telling my wife, I said, you know, and I expect to be sore after hauling hay. That's my that's my big uh, cardiovascular exercise of the year, you know. <laughs> <laughs> And I told her, I, I said, you know, my leg is just really sore. I don't know that I can. I, I'm not looking forward to the uh, to walking through the terminals at the airports for this trip. And she said, if that's how you feel, you need to go to the doctor. So I went to the doctor. And, What's wrong? My leg hurts. They <laughs> said, okay. And X-rayed and said, said, yeah, you 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 cracked it real good. So, oh wow. Um, yeah. So a stress yeah. fracture. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm not allowed to, or not, I'm not, I'm not lifting, 
my wife may be listening. I am not lifting anything more than 10 pounds as per the doctor's orders, and I'm staying off of the leg as much as possible. But you're not in a cast, right, um, no, Richard, you're not, uh, Robert? No. You're not in a cast. Yeah, you're. You're. I see on Facebook you you uh, wrote about this on July 24th, and um, you yeah, no lifting, no riding, bending, or twisting, and and yeah. ice. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it, but there is no good story. You know, <laughs> it's holiday. <laughs> Oh man! Just speak it with a story. Well, you may need to have a you you may need to have a make believe cast that you can put around it just yeah, so that, that it looks like there's something it. going on, you know. Right. Well, yeah. if I could, I would, but it's it's my it's the femur bone where it goes up in your hip. <laughs> That'd be like oh, a whole me. body cast. Oh, <laughs> oh me! Oh yeah, femur. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. But you know, if that's the worst thing that happens this year, we're doing okay. Could be much worse. It's a long way. Well, I guess it's not that far from the heart, but I'm saying it is. So, <laughs> so how long do they? How long does a, a, a healing like? What do they tell you as, you know, when you when you'll be healed? So, and, and something I asked like that. that. I, I said, Doc, you know, I got things I got to do. <laughs> When, when, when can I lift more than 10 pounds and get back on the horses and stuff? And, and she looked at me and she said, well, for most folks, we say four to six weeks until they can resume uh-huh. normal activities. And I go, cool, I'm set. And then she followed up with, but you're not as young as what you used to be. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that me, you know, back in um, October of the first year of COVID, 2020, oh, Halloween day, we were in a car accident, and Jim broke an ankle in two places and was mm, in a cast. And they, you know, they kept looking, you know, X-raying to see if we might need to actually put a a bolt or whatever the right term is. And you know they and but he mended. But he, every time he would go in, he'd say, "I don't understand. Why is it taking this long?" And the doctor at one point said to him, "Well, if you were twelve, you know, it would." <laughs> <laughs> you're 83 and things take longer <laughs> oh heavens isn't getting older is not for sissies i tell you i think i've said that i've said that a couple of times yeah. in the last month yeah 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 so what, what are you able to be doing right now robert the trail meister ever since you can't hit the trails and you can't go through the airports quite as easily what, what well, you up to? I mean, uh, I've been doing arts and crafts. <laughs> Art, <laughs> arts and crafts. Making cinches. Uh, yeah, cookies? making a couple of cinches. We got a no. Standing no, up is, a, is just not a lot of fun. Oh, okay. You know, so things that I can do, do sitting down is kind of nice. So I, I, I've been making sawdust in the shop because I sit down and <laughs> run stuff through the saw. And it's, and it's much, much better now than it was. Uh, much better. I mean, heavens, it's been a month. Uh, wow. So, yeah. So, yeah, if you so were yeah, young, you'd be okay. If we were young, you'd be okay. <laughs> Thanks for the reminder, Doc. Uh, but yeah, so so doing arts and crafts, working on unsinched stuff, um, you know, getting getting looms and stuff together for the cinch classes there in Tennessee. Uh, 
So let's put her foot down. I told her I was going to take all the looms down to the down to the uh, shipping company to have them shipped, and uh, I, I got it. No, no, you're not allowed to carry all that stuff. I'm like, well, okay, well, if you would really mm. like to. <laughs> uh, so, uh, 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 uh. so yeah, so yeah, great. You know, best laid plans for summer. Wow, wow. So that's that's kind of canceled all the uh, riding expeditions that you were planning on, and and uh, yeah, and Celeste, until, Celeste gets to feed the animals for you and <laughs> take care of all the livestock. Yep, yep, pretty much. You know, although you, you I, could be getting older all the time if she keeps taking care of you like this. You know, this could be a good right, excuse. Right. <laughs> Perhaps I don't know if it's worth it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> kind of like getting out there. I did start start feeding the ponies again she won't let me pick pick up after them though i, I kind of liked my my poo picking you know mornings and, and afternoons so it's a nice way to kind of re- reflect on, on 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 the day you know it's kind of a zen thing shoveling poo mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. so that kind of that kind of went to the wayside as long as i don't twist anything it's that twisting that just not pleasant. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, so slowly getting back in, into things, but you know, I had planned on well, pretty much I had planned right now being up in the high country, and um, I'm not. I'm in my shop. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. 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 Well, we just never know what's going to happen and when it's going to happen, and. Uh, uh, be grateful when things are not as bad as they could be, just like you said. It could be worse. You know, it could, could, be, could be much worse. I'm glad it's not. I'm still able to I'm still I'm, – I'm walking a little slower, but I'm still talking, getting stuff done, uh, getting getting caught up on magazine columns, columns as well. So that's kind of nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. But no good story. We, we We need to come up with a good story for this that sounds better than – my bone fell apart while I was hauling hay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm getting older and I'm not able to do as much as I used to do. That's the thing. I need to get people. I need people to haul hay for me from now on. That's right. Exactly. That is right. Oh gosh. Well, I'm gonna get some music. This is a good friend of ours out in Texas. We just visited with a friend out in Texas uh, for the first hour with the Campfire Cafe. But this is a great song by Miss Sarah Pierce. It's called I Ride. And uh, we'll come back and and, uh, and feel sorry for Robert Eversole again. Oh, heavens. On Saddle Up America. <laughs> When I was only three And that pony, he was mean as hell And he beat the hell out of me When I was five, I met my baby In her mane, a big red bow We were together from that day on we had all West Texas to roam And I'd ride, me and my best friend, we'd fly When 
Robert Eversole, the Trailmeister, on Saddle Up America. Um, so, Robert, you know me. I like to bop around on your website, trailmeister.com, and I like to look at recent articles and tips and all kinds of great information. And earlier in this show, well, during the first show, Campfire Cafe, we talked a lot about temperatures in different parts of where we all are. And you have a really great article, um, Beating the Heat, Riding Safely in Summer's Warm Embrace. And even though we know fall is upon us in much of the country, we're still, of course, in summer temperatures. You want to give us a little bit of um, great uh, information sort of based on that on that article? Sure. I mean, it is, well, it's toasty out. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, we had a little bit of a, of, a, of a cool down here this past week, but we're supposed to be up in the upper 90s, low 100s uh, uh, here in the, in, the, in, the, in the coming days or so. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a bit toasty. Uh, and, you know, I always you know, kind of worry about my critters, you know, are, are, are they doing all right in the heat? And, you know, how best can we, you know, avoid uh, adverse impacts? How's that for a, a, mm. a corporate-sounding phrase, adverse <laughs> impacts? Uh, you know, how, how could we keep them healthy as well as us and yet still get out? Um, you know, so, and it's, you know, one of the things that, that, that I need to be reminded about on a, on a regular basis living here. And, and, and yourself in, in the West, you know, we have the dry heat as, as opposed to Gary there in, 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 the, in the humid, humid Tennessee the area. The humid heat. Yeah. Yeah. You'll find out soon. You'll find out. <laughs> so I will. <laughs> <laughs> so um, so if, if you put together the temperature and the, the humidity, um, that can give you a kind of a good idea about how to, um, you know, start pulling back, when to start pulling back a little bit. Um, you know, for me, you know, we, we get into the, those hundreds, uh, you know, you know, when you put those together, you get that 150 mark. You know, maybe, maybe it's time to, uh, you know, hang out and give everybody a bath. Um, mm. If you have to, if you have to go out, you know, if you, if you have to haul, maybe haul in the morning, early in the morning, you know, or, or late at night, so you're not putting the critters in a in a giant aluminum can um, during the during the course of the day, uh, you know, as as well, of course, you know, keeping uh, you know water and everything available for everybody. It's just you know, what can we do to make life a little bit easier for for our hardworking critters and and for us. Um, so, you know, and and one of the things that I learned uh, during, you know, when I was putting that column together, I talked to the vet, and that's where I learned that, uh, you know, we sweat when it's when it's hot. As as, as uh, here here I, I I don't get drippy sweaty because it's it's a dry heat and it all evaporates and right. cools me down. Right. I have a feeling in Tennessee it's not going to evaporate as efficiently. Um, not as quickly. No. Not as quickly. Not as quick. Um, so, and it's the same same with our horses, but they have different types of sweat when they're when they're in shape. The sweat is very watery, and and evaporates quicker. Where if a horse that is not in shape, it's you know we've all gone out early in the spring and you get and the horses get get lathered up, you know. You know that type of sweat is indicative of uh, a lack of conditioning, uh, and is is not as conducive to to cooling them down. Uh, mm-hmm. So I thought that was I thought that was kind of nifty talk, talking to old old Doc P. You know he he said think of think of sweat as a radiator, <laughs> uh-huh. just getting uh-huh. rid of that extra body heat. So so yeah, just things to think about. You know, obviously right now, um, you know my my, my critters are. I like to think of it as they're they're putting on on good weight for the winter, so <laughs> good weight to keep them warm in the winter months at the moment. Um, so so yeah, but certainly something to to think about. Um, 
So when it's really, really hot out, do we really need to go on that ride? If we still have to go on that ride, what can we do to, you know, to make make their life a little bit easier? Another so, thing that was an, interest, an interesting comment that you make is um, different horse breeds handle oh, yeah. the heat differently. And you give an example, you kind of compare the muscular quarter horse to a lighter breed like the Arabian. So I thought that yeah. was very interesting. Yeah. 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 You know, Bobby, I love talking to you. You actually read your <laughs> website, I tell you. <laughs> You're good for my ego. Uh, but, yeah, different breeds are, you know, handle heat differently. You know, the Arabian, a lot like you mentioned, I mean, they were developed and bred for how many thousands of years uh for well, they were very, very horses yeah yeah. Horses. yeah and you know and and then you compare that to that heavy real muscular thing that isn't the best at, at getting rid of heat or my wife's little icelandic who is already starting to grow hair for winter it's insane wow yeah i started, yeah. I started yeah. to ask i started to ask you that robert because different parts of the country uh, temperatures change at different times. So when do they normally start to get that extra hair out in your part of the country? Um, I don't know. This would seem awfully early. This would seem awfully early. Yeah, um, I, I, I would agree, but it's about on par with, with her. Uh, I don't know that it's necessarily so much about the temperature, Certainly not about the calendar, but I believe that it is related to the length of day. Um, oh. Like clockwork, oh. you know, come, oh. you know, the days are getting 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 shorter as much as I hate to admit it. Um, and, you know, first part of August, she, she loses her forelock, but she, those guard hairs are starting to come in. <laughs> really? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, the forelock goes away. <laughs> And is replaced by big long yak fur across the rest of her. Um, and yeah, and Coco, being part Icelandic, is very similar. But you know, the Icelandics, you know, they they're bred where it's very very cold. Where I guess, you know, once the days start getting getting shorter, they better put that blanket on. That's, so, that's very interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So. But more than that, I couldn't tell you. We've, I mean, it's it's been been pleasant here. I mean, warm during the day, but in, at night, I don't think we've been below below 50 for for quite a little while. You know, at night. Um, so so it's not a an issue of of her at this point. You know, being cold. It's just getting getting ready for when it is. Right. Right. Yeah, I mean, around here it started hitting 60 at night again. So, so that's that's kind of a, a neat thing. And then when you get up in the morning, it's kind of a pleasant morning, unless we have the, the humidity. To, unless we have right. Humidity. Yeah. But that that's the perfect temperature to have that cup of coffee outside. You know. Oh, yeah. And it, it's a perfect temperature to have a co- cup of coffee outside in the wilderness while you watch your ponies graze. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so yeah. But uh but yeah, so go ahead. I was just gonna say in this article you have um a graph, it's I guess that's the heat index chart. And yeah. um 
you you uh it's very interesting to look at so our listeners i would recommend go to trailmeister.com and then i think into articles um i'm assuming that one can get that um chart like update like a daily is that something because the numbers are going to change right i mean in order for you to know whether this is a you're you're in danger if you go out today i'm assuming is this something that changes with the day um the the yes it would change by the day as as far as getting that picture chart it's it, you know that was from the cdc um oh okay so i, I don't think it, there's an app that shows it you just have to do basic math come on now well yeah because you, you explained that you you kind of add up two numbers and you show us on the chart how you do that and if it right. approaches 180 you you know then you want to be potentially postponing so i just wondered where people would be able to go to find out if today is a day you know that they should not be going out <laughs> I think you just made made us a million dollars. We need to develop an app. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because how else would you, you know, you're 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 heading for a, you know a trail in in the you know the Grand Canyon, and you need to know that today this is a day that you just need to all stay quiet, you know. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> Now, I know, you know my else? phone gives me the, the, the temperature and the humidity, which are the, the, the two features of that. Okay. But, okay. Yeah, but we need to, uh, yeah, an app. The, there you go. The, yeah. What do you we call it? You know, I, think, <laughs> I, I think between the fact that you two could develop an app for that, you could also come up with a cooking show. I, think <laughs> I know. We need a cooking show, Robert. We need a cooking show. <laughs> oh no kidding no uh, kidding okay. oh, man. we, we um, can yeah. feature that on social media and make a fortune with those two things that's great, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> oh, well Robert so, uh, you, you're going to be better do you think by the time that I mean, for me October gets to be the best time of year to start riding again I mean, I'm kind of oh, like, heaven. okay, it's summer, July, August. I'm not going to get out on the trails too much. But mm-hmm. October, November? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I have every intention of, of um, now, of course, I haven't talked to, to, to you know, the, the, the lady with the MD after her name. Uh, but my intention is to, once I get back from, from Tennessee, uh, start heading out. I mean, the high country will be snowed in by then, so that's not right. going to happen. Um, but, you know, certainly certainly day rides, some shorter camping trips down low in the high desert, I think that should certainly be uh, in the books, uh, and I'm, I'm planning on those. Uh, i gotta, I got to put some miles under those hoof boots. Um, you know, I think you do, but... but... You know, it's it's like Celeste is going to have to really watch after you now. As she tells me your, bubble wrap. Yeah, you know, as your later wrap. years are approaching, and and just you know really take care of you. That's I, evidently, and evidently she has not done a good job, as evidenced. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So uh, so when you come to Tennessee in September, are we going to see you here? 
uh, in our part well, of the country. I'm, I'm, uh, you, you promised me a grill, a grill out. Well, I did. I did, and we will do that, but I'm going to have to be very careful about how we get you in and out of the house so we don't break <laughs> anything. <laughs> I'll get a mobility scooter. <laughs> Instead of getting a rental car, I'll get a rental mobility scooter. <laughs> oh gosh. Well, we're look we're looking forward to we're looking forward to seeing you finally. You know, it's amazing how many of our guests over the years uh I've never met. And something yeah. popped up in our Facebook memories the other day. Mm-hmm. Uh I think the first time that you were a regular on Saddle Up America was in August nine years ago. Almost a decade. Wow. Yeah, almost a decade ago. But it was August uh, nine years ago that you made your you know, first appearance been, as a regular. You know, wow. You've been a guest previously, but as a regular. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know where the time. I don't know where the time has gone. I really don't. I'm. I'm. But I'm a little sad that you're the one that's gotten older quicker. It seems like. Bones. Yeah, well, certainly not you. You know, you're, you're nah, just a spring, no. spring chicken. No, and and Bobby hasn't changed at all over the years. Oh, you know? you're not too kind. At all. You're it's, too kind. Pretty amazing. <laughs> well, anyway, we look forward we look forward to seeing you in September, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll put a steak on for you or something. So we'll have a great time with right. you. All right. That will be so look good. forward to look forward to seeing you then. Be very careful. Don't break anything else. And uh, I'll look uh, both ways before I cross before I cross the path. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna close out this segment with Dryland Farm, Wiley in the Wild West. Robert Eversole, we'll see you in Tennessee in September, my friend. All look right. forward to it. Gary, Bobby Bell, you guys take care. Bye bye now. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks a lot.
the Wild West, Dryland Farms, and that is from his latest album. Well, Bobby, it has been an interesting day today. Great visiting <laughs> with Terry Brown, and uh, and we're going to have to have Terry and Hilda both back. <laughs> Excuse me, on the show, but it's been too long since Terry been on. So, great, great music, great conversation with him. And then Robert Eversole, I don't know what we're going to do with Robert. I guess recommend <laughs> bubble wrap, just like he was saying, you know. Man, uh, he how many, how many wrecks? Good story to share. How many wrecks? Yeah. How he, many wrecks in the past nine years has he had? At least. He's had, yeah. Two but airlifts, you know what? He I know. Up. Yeah, eventually. Yeah, but he but, uh, he just he gets he just he just gets back up, you know. He just gets back up and gets it going again. It's a good role model for all of us. I guess so. I guess so. Well, listen, tell us what's going on with uh, with uh, Rendezvous with the Writer. But today, um, yeah, Rendezvous with the Writer is almost booked uh, for the through the end of the year, if you can believe that. And we've even just booked a good friend of ours publishing her very first book uh, coming out in January, and we've got her scheduled for 2024. Um, tonight we have a wonderful writer, Kathleen M. Rogers. Her book is The Flying Cutterbucks. And it's a truly, really, really engaging story. Um, we've got her tonight. And, um, yeah, we just have a full, a full roster of really, really terrific writers. And you can find that whole roster at our website, outwestshop.com. On the toolbar, go to Out West Live. There's a drop-down menu. You'll find links to every radio show that I'm involved in, including Campfire Cafe and Saddle Up America, and you'll see Rendezvous with a Writer, and you can click on that, and you can listen and watch all of the recorded shows we've already done, and you can see information about tonight. And, um, yeah, that's, 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 that's the other piece that's going on today. Well, if you love good books, people, and if you like to find out more about how these books are written and come together and, and – uh, and learn more about the authors, then tune in to Rendezvous with the Writer. And uh, that's every Thursday night, 6 o'clock Pacific time. Pacific time, right. yep. It, six, yes. Six Pacific. It, it, okay. Yep. It's uh, 8 o'clock Central. 8 o'clock Central, 7 Mountain, 9 o'clock Eastern, and it's, um, it uh, airs live on LA Talk Radio Facebook page. And then it's immediately a podcast. And then I, I post um I post it up on our website. So if you can't right. listen live, you know you can get it just minutes later. All right, very good, very good. Well, it has been a fun time today, and uh, tonight is the opera debut of Andy Hedges, and uh, he'll be performing at least one song with Miss Bridget Reedy who will be appearing with him as well. She was flying in, I think, today or last night to join Andy. And um, and then Andy is going to be doing something on NPR with Ranger Doug and Dom Flemings. They'll be doing a, oh, a, a little segment on NPR about black cowboys. And uh, oh, as you fun. know, Bobby, as you know, Doug is just a great historian, Doug Green, oh, Ranger yeah. Doug. So. 
that should mm-hmm. be a, that mm-hmm. should be fun. So I look forward to seeing that when that's out and ready to view. But uh, anyway, we're going to close out the show today with uh, a great song from Andy's latest album. It's called Palo Duro Farewell. It was Andy Hedges and Andy Wilkinson, and we're going to take a listen to that. And uh, be sure and tune in to WSMonline.com to uh, to listen to Andy on the Grand Ole Opry tonight. This should be a whole lot of fun. But right now, let's take a listen to that. Thanks for joining us. Be sure and tune in on Saturday from live, for Live from Nashville. And uh, we have great guests lined up for this Saturday. And uh, we look forward to have you back here for the Campfire Cafe and Saddle Up next Thursday. All of that begins at noon Central Standard Time. Let's take a listen to Palo Duro Farewell. Thanks for listening.
goodbye to your angels that I love so true. Goodbye to your river, your bright painted canyons. I'll never do better than you.